0: You're listening to the second season of the Junior Hereford Show. You're a Hereford enthusiast, or maybe a fellow junior, and you could be that excited individual ready to take on the future of the beef industry. I'm Ralston Rip, your host. Get ready to learn, lead, and achieve. Well, we are happy to be back with another episode of the Junior Hereford Show, and You know, this episode has, I think there's been some anticipation leading up to it, at least for myself and our board. And I am very excited to be sitting down and visiting with DJ or no. Oh my gosh, I messed up already.
1: No, it's okay. Keep going. It's JJ the DJ. It's okay. See, you see that? That's what what makes this so fun because it's live and local and it's ready to go. You got Ralston here. She got my name wrong, but that's okay. So she allowed me to be able to transition and go JJ to DJ. See,
0: (laughs) exactly. No, well, I think that's perfect. And JJ, I'm going to let you first, just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into any deeper details.
1: Okay, uh, well, I'm uh, I'm JJ the DJ. I, I've uh, I've been DJing for a long time. I actually used to work in radio uh, here at Kiss FM out in uh, Texas in the Dallas market uh, with Kit Craddock in the morning. I went to broadcasting school. I worked at Six Flags for ten years, uh, but uh, so our theme parks. I don't know if I can say because I know they're not a sponsor, but <laughs> um, but yeah. So I, I worked in theme parks. So I'm working with people's little uh, kind of my thing. Um, it's um been a, uh, a journey because I got into sales and uh, I still miss people. I'm a people person, so I love uh, being able to entertain. Um, so I'm not just a DJ. It is more of like a uh, entertainer as well because you got a, lead, a lot of DJs that can sit behind a board and scratch and all that stuff. I do that too, but uh, mine is more of entertaining actually uh, and entertaining uh, the crowd to make sure that they're happy everybody's smiling that's my biggest thing but yeah as far as uh the djing goes i have a big family uh out here in, in in texas and uh my family knows how i am i'm this way at home i'm that way out on on the dance floor uh that's just that's just my personality but again i love people so it was a little tough during COVID. i will say because uh, not having that social uh, interaction was really tough for me. Um, you know, I actually had, ended up co- having COVID myself, and I was in the hospital for six uh, for six days. Uh, but I actually, allowed that allowed me to be able to focus, uh, allows me to uh, to dive in and and uh, on self and find find myself. And so, I think that made me a lot a lot a better person, so uh, for so to speak. Um, and it made me more aware of life in general. Like life is is uh, you got to go out there and do whatever. You know, you you can't just live life of worry. Um, and so that made me change things. So uh, getting the opportunity with um, the Herford Association and 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 doing everything that I got a chance to do, you know what? Why not? You know, and and that's that was a wonderful experience that I had with y'all up in uh, Kentucky. And, and even when y'all came to Texas, so.
0: Yeah. And I think just hearing you say that of like taking chances and living life, uh, that's really inspiring. And definitely I think something as a Herford association and board too, we talk about is taking opportunities. And, you know, when I first got to meet you down in Texas at our first bold conference it yeah. was pretty awesome because you could tell that you're you're not just a DJ. You're definitely <laughs> a painter, and you're a good person. You came around and introduced yourself, and you wanted to know about us first. You really wanted to know about the audience you were serving, and I think that's applicable in all aspects of life. And so just having that as a first impression from you was definitely really inspiring to myself, and we had a lot of fun that night. You know, I know we oh, only yeah. had about – 20 kids and um, <laughs> we were all about it. It was just, yeah, it was a good time. So I guess with that, I kind of talked about my first impression, um, just getting to meet you and work with you. But I guess what were your thoughts, you know, when you said yes to that opportunity in bold, did you ever think it'd lead to a deeper relationship or another opportunity or uh, what'd you kind of think after that first night down there in Texas with some cattle kids?
1: you know some of y'all it's so aspiring to, to hear some of y'all stories and the things that y'all have done and uh, you know yeah i used to go to the high school and, and and be a part of like i'd see some of these kids that are in the ffa programs and things like that so i'm like huh i didn't know that they did all of this stuff i was like had i known that i probably would have not played football and say let me do it the ffa or something but um it was uh It was very, very exciting to to learn about it, but it, it became even bigger. I didn't realize how big it was until uh, until you know we got to Kentucky. But yeah, going out there, I didn't really dive in as much. But um, I think for me, uh, being able to get the experience to or get invited, that was an honor. That was awesome for me. Um, so you know, getting the opportunity to be able to travel uh, uh, that you know, whenever it's first brought to my attention, saying, hey, you know, when she asked, do you travel? I'm like, well, yeah, if I, wherever I need to go, I'll travel. Um, and so that for me was uh, uh, that was an honor to be able to say, hey, you know, you want me to fly, you want to fly me out there and, and do what I do? Yeah, absolutely. Let me experience what, you know, what's really going on uh, with the Her- uh, Herford Association, with, you know, just from this, it just it was wonderful. So I think it was meant to be, Um, just because of the fact that I was actually thrown into that gig because a friend of mine canceled, he says, I can't do it. Can you go out there and do it? So I really believe in um uh things like that when it comes to I don't be I don't believe in coincidences, let's say that. You know, I think things happen for a reason and I think this relationship was supposed to happen. Uh so being able to travel and be able to do what I got to do uh up in Kentucky was that was phenomenal, it was a phenomenal experience.
0: Wow, I didn't even know that you weren't supposed to initially do um, bold. So I think that is very cool. Oh my goodness. So, for our listeners out there, too, um, we've mentioned it a few times, but JJ was first our DJ down in Desdemona at the Bold Conference at GKB Ranch. Um, I believe Gary and Kathy even had reached out to you and asked you to come have a dance. And you just said you weren't the you weren't supposed to be the first DJ there. And um, that is definitely kind of wild and definitely meant to be um, just by getting to know you and see how you interact with our association. Um, definitely, yeah. definitely meant to be. No, that's. Yeah. Very-
1: yeah, it was. It was awesome. It was a wonderful experience. And and Gary and I mean, they're, they're so welcoming. And, and uh, you know, they even invited me when we uh, left Kentucky. They said, hey, come back here if you want to bring the kids out and, and show them a couple of things. And, by all means, so being able to build relationships like that, you know, it takes, um, it does take a special kind of person to be able to do that. I mean, that's not tooting my own horn, toot, toot, but it's more of, um, that's just my personality. I'm the same way where they're, again, I, I repeat it. I know it's like beating a dead horse, but I'm the same way here at home. And I'm the same way with my kids and the um, uh, same way when I'm out in the DJing. Uh, You get me, you, that's just who I am. Uh, you don't get anybody different. That's, that's just how, that's just how I am. <laughs> so
0: no, I think that is a great point to keep hitting on. And, um, you know, when I like first sat down, it's like, Oh, we got to talk with JJ, the DJ and uh, <laughs> just visiting about the story. And I think it's inspiring to me to be sitting here now and kind of visiting with you about lessons that are applicable in all industries and just in life about taking opportunities and relationship building is a huge part of our business and all businesses of mm-hmm. just being able to have a conversation or to say yes to an opportunity and maybe not know what you're getting yourself into. And um no, I think that's a definitely a point to kind of keep pushing too, is the relationships and connections. And um uh, just like we're excited to have you back next year at Junior Nationals you know, and really excited. <laughs> yeah, right. Mad Dash to the Hertford Bash JJ the DJ will be back, but Um, And we're going to hit on junior nationals and kind of what you thought here in a bit. But before I get ahead of myself, I do want to know, how did you get into what you're doing now? And it's your own business. So how did you kind of get started? And uh, maybe what was the pivotal point that you're like, okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing?
1: Um, So uh, I guess, uh, like I told you, it was, you know, when I started working, actually, no, it started from high school. I will say that. Um, I was I was the first one. I was over a media, uh, we had a media tech program where we had, it was called Channel One. And so um, I got to do the school news and um, go out, you know, surprising the kids in the classrooms, asking them questions of the day. So I always started, crea- you know, I started creating a lot of things. And so I always had that, that, oh, I love to entertain type feeling. I mean, ever since, I mean, it's, it's actually even... Me and my brothers is is, so funny. It's embarrassing. But me and my brothers, um, we used to actually have like a dancing group. It was like a little dance hip hop group that we had when we were smaller. I think I was probably seven or eight. And so we were known around my hometown in Greenville, Texas. And, um, you know, everybody knew who our group was. And so we even got to a point where, um, you know, we were into talent shows. And the minute that they see us walk through the door, they would go oh, no, we don't want to be in the talent show because they're going to win. So they started actually making a special guest at the the talent shows. Um, So from there, it's just uh, an entertainer was born. And I just we stayed with it and stayed with it. Uh, But then um, once I graduated, I went to broadcasting school, Went to a school called American Broadcasting School. I started learning a few things, but I was working at Six Flags as well. Um, You know, and. I got into the entertainment department. And it's so crazy that um, how I got into entertainment at Six Flags, I was working on the rides. And when the rides would break down, they would call me and say, hey, uh, we need you to come entertain this group. And I would literally entertain the group while they were sitting there waiting for the ride. Because if it was down because of rain or things like that, I was the one they would call to say, hey, we need you to you know, maybe I'm telling them to. We're playing. If you're happy and in an order, or singing songs, and I would entertain the crowd, and that's what I was good at. So then, entertainment said, "Well, we want him over here." <laughs> so um, I actually was doing both for a little bit. Um, so then I started doing shows. I started doing commercials for Six Flags, um, and then I created uh, what they call it's called Six Flags uh, Six Flags Radio and TV. I actually introduced that to the park, and then they actually implemented it into all of the Six Flags parks. But um, after that, um, I got into sales because people were like, man, you would be good at sales and um, because of your personality. So I started doing sales, but I still something was missing. And uh, although I was working at the radio station while working at Six Flags, um, I saw a couple of DJs that kind of took me under the wing. Um, um, you know, I actually got to work with Kid Craddock in the morning. Um, uh, guy Rest His Soul. Um, then. um working with other few DJs that were actually go out and mix. So I, I got a chance to be with them. So they would re- request me to go out with them on the street team and say, I want him, I want this guy with us because I would love to entertain. Um, but I, again, that was something missing. It was always something missing. It was like, I, I really want to get out there and I want to shine. Um, so then I, you know, my wife, she uh, backed me up and she says, you know what, let's go and get your uh, DJ equipment. And being able to diversify myself to where I can DJ anything from kids' birthday parties all the way up to, I've done, I think it was, I think she was 80 years old and I was doing her birthday party. So it it doesn't really matter for me. You tell me where I need to be, I'm going to be there. And that's, um, you know, that's how I am. I'm very versatile when it comes to DJing. I I played literally everything, obviously, you know that. So that doesn't really matter for me.
0: Yeah, I can. I sure know and appreciate and I'm amazed at your ability to really go with the flow and meet the needs and really serve your audience. You're really good at getting to know your crowd and what they like. And um, I love hearing your story. I'm a big storyteller and really figuring out how you get to where you are and working hard for it. And you've definitely done that. And I think before we get into the nitty gritty of what you thought, kind of about our large event and working with you moving forward. I think a big theme that you've really hit on as we visited is your connections and meeting people and taking chances. And here in the Hereford Association, we're really fortunate to have great supporters, great breeders and operations that invest in our youth and our association. And we're going to take just a few minutes to hear from them and really thank our sponsors. And we'll be right back. Well, we all know we could not do what we do without support, without investment, without sponsors. And I have the pleasure of giving a huge thank you out to Perks Ranch. And this week I'm able to sit down with Tom and Tammy Boatman there at Perks and really excited to express gratitude throughout our visit, as well as just to get to know them a little bit better. So, Tom and Tammy, you guys are on the line here, and I'm just gonna start off by saying a huge thank you. You guys are our large ad sponsor, and we're just excited to get to visit. I know you have some excitement there happening here the next few weeks at Perks, and you know, first, tell us a little bit about yourselves and the ranch.
2: Well, thank you, Ralston, for having us on. Uh, you know, uh, we, uh, We've been here at Perks Ranch for 11 years now, uh really appreciate uh the Perks family for allowing us to to do this and uh, raise our kids in uh environment like this and and on the level that we do it Uh, it's been a it's been a huge uh, pleasure working for them and doing that
0: yes well thank you and you know before you go any further i think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Kendall and Cade Boatman, your two juniors. You have very active in the association and it's been fun for myself to get to know them these past few years and Perks Ranch does a lot to support our juniors and we're excited. We'd kind of visited before and they have started a scholarship program. Doug has even put some investment, extra investment into youth Could you maybe expand on the kind of the opportunities juniors have for perks or what you guys think the value is in investing in our association?
2: Uh, You know, I think, uh, the juniors are, you know, they're definitely the future and, you know, just like our kids have learned and valued so much through the association. And, you know, Tammy and I both grew up in the, in the Hereford association. And we actually, that's how we met and got married. Just, uh, just a a little story there. Uh, it was 1988 in Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, Tammy was uh an outstanding state junior member from Kansas wow. and outstanding state junior member from Alabama. And, you know, there's a picture with us standing side by side. We didn't know each other at the time, but that wow. there's uh, a picture that goes way back there. So.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. definitely what it's all about. Those fun stories and relationships you meet and, um, even life partners, so
3: yeah, Ralston, Thanks for having us on. We um, are definitely, definitely big believers in the junior program. Um, you know, with our kids, we grew up in it, and we try to push our kids to do all the endless possibilities that the that the National Junior Association has to offer. Um, kind of, I think it's going to make them better people for the future.
0: Yeah. I'm glad that you said that. Um, it's, you know, our association is full of great cattle and full of great breeders. And um, it's really all about the great people that are involved in their, the association that kind of sit behind those operations or sit behind the next generation of leaders. And I think it's pretty cool you added that and that you guys get to raise your kids um, on a very prestige ranch that takes such such value to investing in the future leaders is pretty awesome too. Um, I guess with that, you know, it was kind of fun. We got to chat before we really, you know, it's pretty awesome for myself as just a recent junior alum to see such investment from operations and cattlemen such as yourselves. And, you know, we got to visiting before and I think Tom made me a little nervous because he said he'd been listening to podcasts and really became a junkie, um, And so it was pretty funny there, but I'm really excited to talk about some of the logistics and you guys are really busy there at Perks. You have a sale coming up here, October 8th, the fall celebration sale. So tell us a little bit about the offerings and um, what opportunities juniors and breeders could have to invest in the genetics there at Perks.
2: Well, we're pretty excited about this year's offering. I mean, we've got a little bit of everything. Uh, It's a wide variety from uh, You know, uh, there's some really nice elite show heifers. There's some uh, top-end donor-type pairs that are selling, you know, with heifer calves at side. There's a couple exciting bull calves selling also. Uh, There's one really good steer prospect. So, kind of covers all the bases, but uh, Cadillac, uh, his offspring is kind of the highlight of this sale. Uh, There's several, several daughters selling here and um they're they're pretty elite uh that's uh, some of them on you know single lots that you know show heifer types and then there's some that you know going to be splitting off of their mothers also
0: very cool so lots of exciting opportunities to invest in some successful genetics some successful c- cattle to not only maybe take out into the ring but also back in your cow herds i definitely think great potential it sounds like there and um you know, give us a little bit, if we're looking to come to the sale there, Tom, what kind of, when do we need to come look or what time does it start? I believe it's there at the ranch and also on TV. But what time should I get there to kind of check them all out?
2: Well, uh, you can come anytime between now and the sale. I mean, there'll awesome. be somebody here available at all times to look at them. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're, we actually have a, we try to have a pretty good, party there the night before on friday uh we have a brisket dinner and uh kind of have a big time that night somewhere around six o'clock but the cattle will be available for viewing all day and then uh you know then again on saturday uh the sale starts at one o'clock but you know we'll have them on display i'd say by nine pretty easy and you know they'll be anytime anybody wants to come you know we'll make it work in our schedules
0: Awesome. So definitely endless opportunities to get involved, no matter the circumstances. And, you know, I just want to give a sincere thank you to you and your family for Perks Ranch for really investing in our youth. And, you know, I want to give you guys a couple minutes, if there's anything that you'd like to add for our listeners or for juniors and their families out there, um, please, by all means, this is your time to share. And we definitely want to give you guys a moment to say any final words or thoughts.
3: I think um, a big goal here is at Perks Ranch is that we want um, the show heifers for these junior kids to go on to make productive cows for them when they, when they pull that show halter off and turn them out to pasture. Yeah. Um, we have some guest consigners. So along with the Perks cattle selling, we also have uh, three guest consigner families, uh, c and Herford Ranch. The Steve Folkman family, Rustic Oaks Farm, the Kyle McMillan family, and MKS Ranch, the Max Stotes family, and we appreciate them being involved in the sale. And um, we make a good team working together.
2: Just like Perch Ranch, I mean, all these guys are are huge contributors to the Junior Association. I mean, Steve was uh, Steve was on the Haifa uh, board and. Uh, Kyle and Jody was past uh, junior advisors and uh, Max is just uh, just I guess retired junior advisor this past year. Or so
0: yes, definitely it full of great people that are involved and people that we all need to thank for their involvement and support. So a big thank you goes out to those individuals also. And um, thank you guys for taking a few minutes to kind of visit and be sure to mark your calendars for Perks Ranch. Fall Celebration Sale, Saturday, October 8th there at the ranch or watch online. And Tom and Tammy, thank you so much for taking a few minutes. And we just thank you for your guys' investment, your investment to our youth and future leaders, and know that we couldn't do it without you and Perks Ranch. So thank you again and have a great sale.
2: Uh, Thank you so much, uh, Ralston. Uh, This uh, this has been fun and uh, enjoy listening to it.
0: awesome well a huge thank you continues to go out to our supporters and our sponsors for our association and all their support that they show us throughout the years and we really appreciate it and wouldn't be able to do what we do without them so with that we're gonna come back and i'm excited to hear about jj's opinion and his views of what he thought of our hereford junior nationals there in kentucky he was our official DJ, our official announcer for opening ceremonies, and uh, I think by the end of the week he was ready to get out there and judge them those classes. Even so, what do you think, JJ?
1: Oh wow, it was a it was an amazing experience. Um, you know, at first, you know, it's it's so crazy looking at um, you know again being here in Texas, you see cows and all that stuff, and you know, and so when you're judging them, looking, and I was talking to Jack, uh, and uh, I asked Jack, I said. Hey, what do you do for what do you do? I'm kind of embarrassed now, but I say, wait, Jack, what do you do for her association? He goes, oh, I'm a CEO. I'm like, oh, <laughs> OK. <laughs> but um, I was, you know, actually looking at, you know, how they were judging some of the cattle. And I thought it was pretty amazing because at first, you know, and me being a, a, a DJ, I'm very OCD with certain things. And, you know, even from the schedule to the timeline, all that stuff. So and music. And so I kind of watched the crowd. I look around. And so I couldn't get a, a handle. I was like, all oh, these cattle seem to look alike to me. Like, I don't I don't get it. So then once Jack kind of showed me um, what they look for, then I started getting pretty good at it. I was like, mm, I like this one. And so I was saying because, of you know, I didn't even know that the part that kind of hangs there. I was like wait a minute is that where that comes from <laughs> and he's like yeah that's that's you know that's brisket I'm like no way <laughs> so it was it was pretty interesting so then I started getting a little bit better but the biggest thing for me is trying to keep the crowd entertained. you know entertained, and I think that was probably different for them which actually felt good because I knew I was doing what I needed to do and so I think asking around trying to figure out oh, okay how can I keep this crowd going but how can I keep myself going because I'm not used to just sitting in one place. Because I mean, you know how I am. I'm I'm out there. I'm dancing and stuff. So it, that's what made it a little tough at first. Because I'm like, ah, I I feel like I should be doing more, because I'm I'm that type of DJ. So the once I started looking around the crowd and seeing, okay, she's bobbing her head. She's kind of moving. Okay, all right. I, now I understand. So that's how I read the crowds. Um, but watching um you all work, I. I got a different I got a different love for it now. It's like you y'all really work your butts off. And and I, you know, trying to keep these and watching these little kids, these kids are, you know, younger than my kids, and they're handling these big cattle. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, this is this is awesome. So now I, I want to tell my I came came home and told my little ones about it. I said, you know what, we need to go out there and we need to go to GKB and go to the ranch and I want you guys I want y'all to be able to see if y'all can handle this stuff because there was things that some of these little kids that were doing I'm like oh I don't even know if I would be able to handle that you know I would see them just shoot off and you know run away from them and the way that you know uh, the national the, uh, your group was been able to handle them and, and get them back in order and just the the organization I mean it was really well put together and it was just a wonderful experience. I got to actually walk around um, with um, a few other uh, folks um, from your, your your group. They kind of walked me around where all the stalls and all that were. And we got to, I got a, a closer look at some of the cattle and, you know, send the baby ones. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's like I didn't even know this even existed. <laughs> and so that's why I've been invited back. I'm more excited than I was before, because the fact that. Um, you know, been able to actually look at them and judge them and going, okay, I see this one. So even Jack was like, dude, you're getting really good at this. So I I think that was kind of, that was kind of different. But for me, I'm already OCD. So I can actually see it now I can see what the difference is. So I think that was pretty amazing.
0: I think the fun, the most fun part of it all too, is that, like you said, you know, you were still even like being in arena and having your audience sitting up in the crowd, you were still watching how you were how you were making people feel or keeping them awake and keeping them excited about the moment. And um, okay. I know is working the ring as a junior member, working those big four show days, you know, your feet are tired. You've been there already 10, seven days. We were there a couple days ahead. And mm-hmm. uh, the days get long and the nights are pretty short. And so I think it was The most cool thing was that last day on Owned Heifer Show Day, you know, when Scott and Tyler Bush were our judges. Yeah, They were having so much fun out there because they were putting in song requests and you're really keeping the audience and the crowd engaged and excited about the class that was in the ring. The next class is coming in. And um, I think that's what it's all about, you know, as a junior board, we really strive to make every person, every time a new class walks in, you know, that could be that junior's first time coming in the ring. And Mm -hmm. I think just having like the good music and you're just like, you're such an inspiring personality. You're very outgoing and happy. And um, I think that really just helped us accomplish our goal of making Mm -hmm. sure the kids had a good time in the ring, making sure the judges were still, just as excited for that new class as they were maybe the day before. And um, I think it really made a difference. And it was, you know, people got to know you by the end of the week, even too. They were like, JJ, let's hear it. Like, you know, (laughs) uh, I think that's definitely what it's all about. And you definitely became a part of our Hereford family. um, Oh, I love it. To keep working with you.
1: Yeah, I love it. I mean, like I said, it was a wonderful, especially working with the last two judges, those last two days, I think, they were um, they were amazing because the way he, he he brought that energy and you know when it's time to come and pick the last one and, and revving it up and you know me feeding off their energy, not knowing them, that, that's that's what I'm good at, and I see that's what they got good at. you know And, and I think that's what made it the, it more intense when I started adding the right songs because I knew exactly what songs to pick at those moments. And that's what a DJ is supposed to do. They're supposed to be able to read the crowd, be able to understand a crowd. That's what a DJ really supposed to be and an entertainer. Um, And I just I was just doing my job. But again, it's it's one where if you're not having fun and not enjoying what they're doing, then I'm not enjoying it because I'm like, I'm doing something wrong. So that's that's literally my my take on it. But you know, if I could be down there with them, that would that would be great. But you know, who knows? We talk to Jack and say, "Hey, Jack, get me down there on one day." But uh, um, I think that was, you know, that was the key to it is that the judges really made it easy as well. Um, so y'all picked some really really good judges for those couple of days, and then the, even the um the girls were uh, good too. What's their names? Um, the judge judge the judge sisters. They made it fun because even they were ready, were getting into it, you know, and so. Uh, um with, with the way the generations are switching, things are changing, you know, music's changing, the styles are changing. So we have to if you especially want to bring this new class in a lot of these kids that were in that, uh, you know, coming out with those the, the, the cattle is um, even even seeing a few of them dancing while the cattle and then their parents are like, hey, stop. <laughs> I'm like, no, they're having fun with it. That's that's what you need. So we, we have to kind of go with the times and understand that this is what's happening. You know, you got to shift. So if the Herford Association is going to be a part of that shift, you bring in somebody like me to be a, to help that shift, I can be that in between. And so that's why I love that we went this route. You, you know, you, you want to be a part of that shift. You have to change things up. And that goes back to what I was saying, Live, you know, you got to learn to live. Just do your, be yourself. And I think that's what people need to start getting back to is, is, is being themselves. And I think that's what the judges were doing. They got a chance to be themselves and I got a, a chance to bring that out of them. You know, I'm sure that they were already that way, you know, with um, Tyler and Scott, but they got a chance to do something different. And that's, that's why they loved it. And I, that's why I loved them for that, because they made it easier for me. And so did y'all. Y'all did a, a phenomenal job out there. Um, and, and I just, you know, it, it kind of keeps y'all going, like you said, y'all get tired and, um, you know, if you're doing the same thing over and over and over, then it's sometimes it sometimes it does, you don't want to burn yourself out. So uh, I try to liven it up a little bit more.
0: The fun part of how it all interacts together is keeping it lively and energetic. I think that plays right into the competitive edge of showing yeah. too, you know, like you knew when to play like the high anticipation songs of like, okay, like we're all waiting for what's going to happen next. And I think it plays into... Plays into the hand of just being competitive, being yourself, going out there, and really showing off the work that those kids have worked for all summer. They get mm-hmm. they get to have their moment, and yeah, you really helped us set the stage for that for sure.
1: Yeah, a lot. Of, it was a lot of fun, and and like I said, it, I man, I'm so glad that y'all are bringing me back, and who, I mean, who knows what's in store uh, for Wisconsin? I mean, it's yep. it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, and I got more time now that I've experienced it now I can yep. add to it and I can make it even more, uh, you know, bring a little bit more greatness to it. And, um, now I know what I got myself into. It's great. <laughs> it's, it's a good thing, but, um, it, it's, it's one of those where now I know, okay, I'm going to bring my a plus plus game now this time. So, um, I always bring my a game, but I'm, you know, I'm going to step it up a little bit, uh, a little bit more. Um, I even had Jack. It's so funny. Cause Jack, I, I know Jack loves, um, you know, some some of the songs I already knew that Jack loved because I saw him bobbing his head a little bit. And then when he got excited down there on that last day to make things move, that is phenomenal. Because I even told Jack the same thing. I said, for you to be in a position you are and you're down here and he just constantly was working, working, working. Uh, that was, you know, you don't get that out of a lot of CEOs and you just don't. And, and that guy's phenomenal. Like he's phenomenal. So.
0: Yeah, well. I'm sure he enjoyed getting to know you and visit with you too. And I know Jack loves to be able to share our first story in our family. So I know that he for sure enjoyed his time with you just as much as you did with him. And, uh, you know, you really, you really set the stage for my next question and kind of the question that, um, I've had fun asking all those that I get a visit with is, um, how do you define success?
1: Um, That is a, that is a loaded question because a lot of people are, everybody's different. Everybody was born, not everybody was born with the same goal. You know, some people may, um, some people, not everybody was blessed with the same talents, you know, and, 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 you know, that's why everybody has a different fingerprint and your fingerprint is your fingerprint and nobody else's. So you, it's up to you to um, be successful with your fingerprint, that's 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 the way I put it. A lot of people get so afraid of what's going to happen, but nobody hardly says anything uh, and gets excited about what could what's going to happen. So yeah. we have to we look at a lot of different things. I, I look at a different things. Uh, so many uh, so many different ways, as so, sort of speak, you know. Like I said, I don't get afraid of what's going to happen because everybody. I mean, you can go out there. Oh man, I can get into a wreck today, or I could do this, or I could get into. OK, well, what if you have a great day? Why don't, why don't you say that? And, and that, that's what I try to tell people. Sorry, you know, you've you got to look at life. Um, you got to look at life a little different. And that, like I told you, after having COVID um, and been in that hospital, I looked at life after that a lot different because you only live once or however many times you come back. <laughs> but, but success is what you you make of it, not what somebody else tell you what success is. So if you want to tell a story, then tell your own story and not somebody else's.
0: I love it. I love hearing it straight from your heart and very genuine and honest. And um, I've really appreciated, you know, throughout this episode, we've really got to learn about your background, how you've come to where you are today and why you stay excited and take on adventure in life. And I think just kind of having that feedback of, you know, we're all our own unique individuals. We can all go after those dreams and goals we want. And by saying yes, and really taking life by the reins or life by the halter in our sense, too. And uh, yes,
1: (laughs) yeah, I was going to say that. (laughs) uh, I
0: think we need to get you down there in the ring on a halter sometime, JJ. That'd be pretty fun, wouldn't it?
1: That would be very entertaining and a funny TikTok, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> It'd be a
3: new experience. I'm
1: sure y'all would love that. I will be, be on the, like, who are our boopers for the day? JJ the DJ on the <laughs> oh, Yeah, that boy. would be, I, I told Jack, I told Jack and I told Gary the same thing. I said, you know, at some point I want to get down there, but I said, but let's, let's try it out first in Texas. Let me see what I can yep. do first because I don't want to be embarrassed on the floor, but. You know, then I have to be like one of those rodeo clown guys. And-
0: well, as we wrap up here, um, I want to ask you just a final like if you have any uh, words of advice or any uh, small tidbits or stories, moments that you want to share. I kind of want to give you a minute or so to kind of share whatever you'd like or um, leave our listeners with any final thoughts
1: um yes final thoughts um i use this with my kids and i actually brought a i I brought a cup because i for some reason i just knew you were going to say that i don't know why so i i the reason why i explained this cup right now this cup is empty and um what happens is we tend to give advice to a lot of these kids we give advice to other people but what happens is we're given the advice and some people give advice but their cup is empty you can't pour something into somebody else's cup if your cup is empty you have to make sure that your cup is full and then you can start pouring uh, information or start pouring other uh you know pouring that into other people's cups if yours is empty then that means you're not taking care of yourself so i always tell people make sure that you- you take care of self first, and then you can help others. So make sure your cup is full before you can help others. So that's, you know, that's that's a word to the wise.
0: <laughs> that is very wise words to live by. And um, I really appreciate you. You really, I feel like you put thought and intention into our visit today and our conversation. And I really think that our listeners and our juniors out there listening, um, there's a lot to get from this episode. So um, thank you so much, JJ, for taking some time to visit. Uh, I'm grateful to know you grateful to have this opportunity to talk and get to know you more. And I'm excited for the future to continue growing our relationship continue growing the excitement and we really thank you for being a part of our Hereford family.
1: Oh, thank y'all for having me. I'm glad y'all made me the official that that, that sounds so great. When I saw that email, It was like, we're the official. I'm like, Oh, great. Okay. I'm, I'm that's I'm official now. I love it. <laughs>
0: Our official DJ. JJ. Yes. The DJ. Boom. <laughs> I had to end on a good note. So <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> I'll
1: give you your brownie points back.
0: <laughs> there we go. There we go. Well, you guys heard it from JJ himself. We appreciate your time today. And we can't wait for the next episode of the Junior herford Show. you for joining us for the Junior Hereford Show. Stay tuned for the next episode and be prepared to continue to learn, lead, and achieve.